following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you'll be right there in on the action when it comes to college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, pro golf, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. It is a Money Line Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time to begin another hour on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes, is our executive producer. Pride and joy of the Hayes Farm. It's kind of like the Yellowstone of northern Kent County. God, I love that series. What is it, at 18... 63 and 1923, whatever they are. Just fantastic TV. My Lord. But I will say, when you're around 85-degree weasel- weather, and I'm staying with Mark and Cindy Rasmussen down in Bradenton, Florida, for a week, you don't watch a lot of TV. You don't. In Michigan, you're like hibernating as a bear, and all you do is like binge-watch all these series. Which a new one I did watch over the weekend when I got back. Blackbird on Apple. That was good. I got to get rid of it. I don't need cable and eight, like, subscription services. You don't. Just too much to watch. It gives you anxiety. I can't watch that. Don't got time for that. Don't got time for that. No, I can't watch that. Then the sports over the weekend. You can feel March coming, can't you? Watching Dickinson in the shot. Iowa, Michigan State, and that unbelievable comeback by the Hawkeyes in Iowa City. You can feel it. You can right now. We'll talk Michigan hoops. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com will join us in a few moments. Tim Stout, TV guy, Stout on Sports on the radio on our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. from Lansing. We did have Jim Comperoni on from SpartanMeg.com. He confirmed what Izzo said earlier, that the Minnesota game won't be made up. It was postponed because of tragic shooting on the campus in East Lansing, but not made up. I don't get that. Why not do it Monday? State plays Tuesday. They play Saturday. Maybe Minnesota plays Sunday. I haven't even looked at the schedule. But there are more important things. But I think the league would be sensitive to what Michigan State has gone through as a university and allow them to make up the game. It's a home game. Maybe you make it up and you donate all the money to the Spartan Strong Foundation. 
No, we can't. We got our schedule set. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what, what Michigan State will go through forever remembering that night? And do a game. Where you make it about Spartan Strong t-shirts and you sell them to everybody who comes in and state agrees to give some of the money. You do that. You're you're able to show it on the Big Ten Network, right? Because Minnesota doesn't draw a squad on national TV. We'll talk to Stout about that coming up. Also, Clayton Safey tweeted out an interesting number from the Wolverine.com and he'll check in on the Meyer guest line in about an hour. And this is historically speaking from the Big Ten. Since the Big Ten moved to 20 conference games in 2018 and 2019, no team with nine or more regular season league wins, that would be 9-11 and or better, has missed the NCAA tournament. And that's what I was just telling everybody. If Michigan can get a split in their final two with Illinois and Indiana... And they're 12 and 8 in the Big Ten. Don't tell me about quad one wins. Don't tell me Carl of, of, of Charleston or VCU or somebody deserves to be in. Your body of work in your conference, I believe, at least if I look at the football model, is the most important thing. So I said it earlier today with a huge opinion. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. If they can split with Indiana and Illinois to close out the season and they can win one game in the Big Ten tournament, I think they're in. But then I look at if they just split and they're 12-8, and how are you going to keep them out in a conference that may put nine teams in the tournament? You can't do that. Well, they're quad, Bill. You got to have a quad because that team lost. That became a quad. That became a three instead of a two. It won a quad. It's a quad one. It's a quad five. It's a quad six. Oh, my God. These analytics are driving me nuts. 20 games in your conference. How you played during those 20 games should carry more weight than any non-conference game. End of story. I'll also deliver a huge opinion on those red-hot wings. You know, you're watching Michigan that look dead in the water in terms of making the NCAA tournament two weeks ago. You look at the wings. Three weeks ago, no way. They have any shot. Now they do. They get a couple of games with Ottawa. They should win them. Amazing hockey right now. Let's get back to that Michigan story in our Bud Light. Huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan will make the NCAA tournament? You can comment on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Anthony Broom follows everything Michigan sports for the Wolverine.com, he's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing well. Uh, it's been, once again, an interesting up-and-down season uh, for Michigan basketball, but on the up-and-up again, and I think uh, playing their best extended stretch of basketball of the year right now. Have they played some of their best games, if not all of their best games, without Jet Howard in the lineup? Um. They've had their three most important wins with, uh, or at least two of their most important wins without him. Um, and I know there is a, 
there's been kind of a narrative about, you know, is Michigan better without him? Should he come off the bench? And, you know, I think, I don't want to say there's merit to that, but the ball, the ball's been moving a lot better. I think the flow uh, has been a lot better. I think defensively, this team has been better. Um, now, listen, if you can plug him into a team that's, pl- that's, that's kind of reestablished its commitment to, re- uh, to rebounding the basketball, uh, to playing defense. You know, if you can plug a shot maker into that, um, I still think that's a net positive. And, and you know, I'm not, I'm not advocating for Michigan to to bench him or or change his role. Um, but like I said, I, I think they have they, when he comes back, and and I think that they can't afford to just let him get healthy. I think at times, uh, especially in Big Ten play, where his offense is kind of tapered off. Uh, Jawan Howard has even said this. Uh, he's had a couple ankle injuries, and they felt like they maybe have rushed him back both times. So let this guy get healthy, and and because things are working right now, uh, things are you know you give him a little extra time to get that ankle right. All of a sudden, you plug him into a team to where the pieces are just fitting or are just performing better than they have. And, and if he's able to feel healthy and, and make shots, that just makes this team all that more dangerous. So. You know, I think there's something to be said about the fire it's lit under this team in terms of other guys needing to step into bigger roles. But um, I still think this, the best version of this Michigan team uh, includes Jet Howard playing um, playing a lot of basketball. Uh, he just hasn't played his best basketball when he's been out there recently. You know, I kind of look at Williams isn't taking as many shots. No Jet Howard, a better flow to Dickinson. Uh, you look at McDaniel and Kobe Bufkin has emerged as one of the better players in the Big Ten as we close out the regular season. Since Jet got hurt, he can take over. He can finish at the bucket. He's knocking down threes. Uh, Dickinson, the fire, and obviously the miracle three heave uh, to force OT yesterday. I just I, I see a different team when they're not playing the Jet Howard AAU ball. I really do. Yeah, I mean, there's no question about it that I think that there's been too many too many hero ball moments, too many uh, possessions that just die, uh, too much dribbling, uh, and I think that that's that's where I think that him sitting out just a little bit longer to make sure that this ankle is healthy. You know, you do get those um, you get those mental reps, and you get to realize that I think a lot of it too is that this team had just been so up and down that. I think there's a lot of pressure on on a kid like that in terms of you know you're playing, you know you're you're a potential NBA draft pick. You're playing for your father. Your team's struggling, barely over 500. Um, you know if you can you you take a little bit of pressure off that situation and say hey Jet, we just need you to you know make shots, keep it simple, just be if you can even just be slightly below average defensively. Um, you know, we'll take that if you're if you're hitting your shots and, and there's a good flow to it. So I, I think that we'll see what it looks like when he comes back because obviously I, I don't. He almost played yesterday, and I think he's he's pushing to play. I wouldn't. I, I think there's a real good chance we see him on Thursday at Illinois. Um, you know, I think that them winning these games without him has actually gone a long way into I think maybe taking a little bit of pressure off of him um, because by all accounts. Still, I mean, he is he is a good teammate. You watch him on the bench yesterday. Obviously, he's a little bit dejected that he couldn't that you know he wasn't able to play. But you know that Hunter Dickinson shot goes up. 
he knows it right away. And he's the first guy on the court jumping up and celebrating. So, you know, I think that there's been this narrative that he's just some selfish, you know, hero ball, James Harden type of guy. I just think that uh, right now, I think it's good for him to just get healthy and for the rest of the team to keep improving. And then you plug him into that and, all of a sudden, uh, Michigan's, you know, if they can find a way to claw its way into the NCAA tournament, that's a team that nobody wants to play. So we'll see where it goes. Tell you what, you get games like you witnessed yesterday against a decent defensive team in Wisconsin, but McDaniel with 20, Bufkin with 28, and Dickinson with 23. I know they went to OT, but still McDaniel, not an assist. You know, I was looking at the numbers. Seven assists for Michigan in that game, and they win – 87-79 in OT. Seven assists in what would be, what, 45 minutes of basketball. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, I mean, as far as just the game itself, I mean, I haven't seen many like those in Chrysler. Certainly you don't, it's not, it's very rare to even see a buzzer beater at all. And it feels like the ones I've seen recently there have been by the other teams. So, you know, for Michigan to have that type of moment, for Hunter Dickinson to have that type of moment, he's taken a lot of, you know, a lot of arrows this year, too. And some deserve, some not. I think, uh, you know, certainly his, uh, his, his mouth gets him in trouble at times with other fan bases. But, um, you know, for him, he's taken a lot of heat from Michigan fans, too. And for him to hit a shot like that, uh, that's – you just – you see the weight of the world come off his shoulders. Like, that, that's a legacy-type moment for him, especially if Michigan finds its way into the NCAA tournament. So – yeah, I mean the ball the ball needs to move a little bit better than it did yesterday, but you know, all this talk about oh, oh, you know, is Michigan better with Chet Howard? Look at how they play the last couple of games. I think Michigan's been playing better over the last three games because both Doug McDaniel and Kobe Bufkin are playing their best basketball of the season. Um you certainly see it with McDaniel who uh, again, I mean, no question about it. Early on this year is, is kind of drinking from the fire hose a little bit because it was never in the cards for him to be this team's starting point guard. Um, so you got to have to take, you had to take those lumps on the fly. And all of a sudden now you're seeing him, you know, hit threes at a 40% clip over the last few games. He's developed a nice mid range jumper now. And all of a sudden this guy's a three level scorer that uh, isn't turning over the basketball either. I think he's only averaged about one turnover or so uh, over the last couple games. So, you know, guard play can win you or lose you basketball games this time of year. And if your guys show up, um, and I think I have to go back and look at box scores and stuff, but I feel like on nights when both McDaniel and Bufkin play well, Michigan wins. And on nights where McDaniel has, you know, had had some struggles and hasn't been able to get things going consistently, they've they've struggled. And that's you know he's in a weird way kind of the engine that makes this thing go. So yeah, I mean Michigan is getting its best guard play of the season when uh, when it needs it most, and I think that that's where. Um, you know, all the lumps that you've taken, whether you make the NCAA tournament or not, long-term, I think you have your, your point guard of the future. And he's starting to play like your point guard of the present, which is great to see. Yeah, McDaniel and Bufkin combined for 48 in that OT win yesterday over Whiskey at Chrysler Center. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, another one of our Michigan insiders, checking in on the Meyer guest line. So before I let you go, Anthony, I said split their final two with Illinois, Indiana, get a win in one of them, win their Big Ten tourney opener, and I think they're in the tournament. What do you think? Yeah, I think you split your final two, uh, and then let's just say you don't get anything in the Big Ten tournament. I think it's maybe a coin flip. 
you you split your final two and then get one uh, in the Big Ten tournament, I think you're pretty much, I think you're on the right side of the bubble. Anything less than splitting these last two games um, adds to what you have to do in Chicago, uh, which, uh, depending on seating, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think it's going to take it's going to take two more wins somewhere. Um, so yeah, I mean, it'd be great to get this one Thursday night. Just get that one out of the way, and all of a sudden, you're like, okay, we can either just get the next one or get one after that in Chicago. You don't want to. They don't want to drop these next two. That would be a that would create an uphill battle. But uh, I really do think uh, you know if they can just find a way to get get one of these next two road games, um, even without adding anything in the Big Ten tournament. I feel like that might be something that puts them on the right side of this, but we'll see what happens. Uh, as of this afternoon, they have moved up to Joe Lunardi's last um, or first four out, so they're kind of right on the cusp right now. I think they need a, they, they definitely need these two more wins, which would uh, give them a real good shot to get in. And also it depends what happens uh, in front of them. Uh, Lunardi had them uh, last four in at the top. Same thing for Jerry Palmer Bracketology. You can follow Michigan Hoops and also Michigan Spring Football. Uh, with Anthony Broom, believe it or not, Michigan spring football is underway. Their spring game on April 1 in Ann Arbor. Uh, that's at thewolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate your opinions on that huge shot by Dickinson and win by Michigan over whiskey. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, Anthony Broom checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan will make the NCAA tournament? What do they need to do? You can answer that question live on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, answer the question of the day on the social networks. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Those are presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Detroit. And you can do it quick and easy on the HUGE text chain. Just text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. More of Michigan State hoops. Also, the Minnesota game will not be rescheduled. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. He'll join us next from Lansing. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is HUGE. to Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years, February 27th. This is Seth Freakin' Rollins time, baby. Senior United States champion Seth Freakin' Rollins, Matt Riddle, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, VOC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, we'll talk about, I think it's the worst collapse I've ever seen from an Izzo team in a basketball game. Saturday in Iowa City, Tim Stout. Stout on sports on our affiliate, the game, 730 AM in Lansing. He'll join us. You can hear the huge show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. in Lansing on the game, 730 a.m. Stout on sports weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. More on Michigan basketball as they try and win their way into the NCAA tournament. And who knows, they could do damage in the Big Ten tourney next week down in Chicago. Neutral site. Neutral site right now, Big Ten, best team. Neutral site. I'm not saying West Lafayette for Purdue. Who is it? I mean, I, I, you literally, you talk about Michigan State as Nebraska Tuesday night, and Nebraska's won four in a row. Izzo said today they're playing the best basketball under Hoiberg. Oh, neutral site where you say, because Chicago really is. Indy can be more of a Purdue-Indiana home court advantage. So I want all of you listening right now, you think where the Big Ten is at right now, every team on a neutral site like Chicago for the Big Ten tournament, who's the best team? Who's playing the best ball right now? That's a tough one. It really is. It tells you how deep the conference is. And Michigan State's loss was big because they had a shot if they could have beat Iowa, then they beat Nebraska on the road tomorrow night and the regular season finale Saturday against Ohio State. They could have got that double bye. And that's what's driving Izzo nuts. And that was uncharacteristic for a Michigan State Izzo coach team and just a god-awful finish. 
Losing at Iowa. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. He's seen it all with his. So he's been around everything. Sports in East Lansing. In terms of a collapse in game by a Michigan State basketball team, where would last Saturday in Iowa City rank, Timmy? Well, the aftermath is not what it was, in my opinion, when they lost to Middle Tennessee to open the NCAA tournament a few years ago when they were the overwhelming pick to win the NCAA championship, and they didn't even get out of the first game. Now, that game, they were behind 15-2, to so it wasn't as if they blew a big lead at the end. The way this game ended, look, I mean, not only in Michigan State history, in college basketball history, I mean, to me, the the incredible stat of it all, Bill, was that if you knew nothing else and you knew State had a 13-point lead with 90 seconds to go mm. and they scored 10 points, it's not like they were shut out. They scored 10 points. So the only way that the game could extend past regulation is if you give up 23. That's 33 points in a minute and a half. I, I defy anybody to tell me when that's happened before or if that'll ever happen in the future. But in the aftermath, you know, it's a regular season game. I mean, look, it's obviously a huge disappointment from that standpoint. But in terms of what it meant in terms of relevance, you know, they lost to uh, Syracuse uh, in the Little Caesars Arena in the NCAA tournament. That was devastating. Uh, Judd had a loss to Georgia Tech in 86. That was in the tournament when the clock had a malfunction and it hurt State dramatically. I mean, they've had through the years, tough losses that meant more in terms of how the season was defined. But the way this loss came down, no, I don't remember seeing anything even remotely close to that. Not at all. Yeah, I'm not talking about an upset loss. I'm just saying that it it seemed like it was over. And Izzo Izzo is a master class normally, Timmy, on sets out of timeouts, on when to take timeouts, and how to work the clock at the end of games. And that was so shocking about what happened in Iowa City. Well, look, I claim, as I said today, if you took all those Iowa shooters and you let them go out on the floor right now with nobody in front of them and a bucket of basketballs and let them all shoot the way they did, see if they can make all five of those. I mean, to me, it's like a golfer who shoots 62 and you had 20 putts, but you shoot the ball. I mean, you hit the ball better the next day, but the putts don't go in. Okay, so now you shoot 71. Well, in this instance, in the early part of the game, Iowa couldn't make very much, but by the time they got done, they had made 17 threes, but they made five of those in the last 90 seconds. Furthermore, I think Fran McCaffrey, the Iowa coach, was convinced that that game was over, and before I'm leaving the floor, I'm giving this official the automatic stare down because this is what you did to us, and then out of nowhere, his team comes back, you know, and gets a win. So, look, you know, and the other thing, Bill, that, that, that alarms me for State moving forward, I think they can get past this tomorrow night. But are they going to shoot as well? You know, you can't shoot much better than what they shot in any game at any time. And for them to shoot that well and then still get beat, I think you can play just as hard. And I think you can put it in the rearview mirror. I don't know that they will, but I think you can. But with that kind of deadly accuracy, that I would be – I mean, they made 31 out of 36 free throws. And what they shot, they shot a ton from the three-point range. Well, are they going to do that tomorrow night? That's hard to do. That's hard to do. I saw Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com bracketologist, had Michigan State the latest update this afternoon around 
lunchtime. He had them on the seven line. Uh, they're in, I think, these last two games come into play for seeding, just like what they do in Chicago in the Big Ten tournament. Come Selection Sunday, what seed do you think Izzo's going to get for his team? Well, I think it depends on how they finish. I mean, if they win tomorrow night, they'll beat Ohio State at home Saturday, all right? That's 19-11. and 11. Then if they win a game in the tournament and lose a game, just to go come up with something, that's 20-12. and 12. And there are some quality wins in there. And the Big Ten usually gets a break. And Michigan State's got a tradition-rich NCAA background. I'm not smart enough to tell you that that's 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever the case may be, other than the fact that if you're the eighth or the ninth seed, you simply have to play the number one team in the second game of the first weekend, providing you win the first game. If State wins the first game, I think as an eight or nine seed, Bill, they would be a very dangerous team for any one seed. I'm not saying they'd win it. I'm just saying if you're a one seed in the second game of a weekend, I wouldn't want to play Michigan State. I was talking to a coach after the game Saturday, and he was telling me something that I thought about quite a bit. You know, I think State's got a lot of really good individual players. And in the Big Ten, I think one to ten, you know, they can line up with almost anybody, if not everyone. But they get funky and they substitute a great deal of the time because that's the way Tom does things. And I just wonder at times if they get out of whack simply because they have so many different combinations on the floor. I'm not criticizing him for that. I'm just saying that's what he does. Everybody knows that. But I think at times, you know, their players play as well as anyone in the league. But to your point earlier, a lot of that's on the home floor for all 14 teams. And when those 14, including Purdue, when they get on a road, it just doesn't work out exactly the same way. I mean, State played exceptionally well at Iowa, and they shot the ball exceptionally well. And if they continue to shoot like that, then I think they can be a dangerous team moving forward. I'm just not convinced that any team, let alone Michigan State, is going to be that red hot in one single game moving forward. But that's the intrigue now at this part of the year. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Weekday mornings at 10 a.m. and our affiliate the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You can hear the huge show weeknights at 6 p.m., 6 until 9 p.m., Tape delayed in the Lansing area. What does Michigan have to do? I, I said to open the show today, split their last two between Illinois and Indiana. That would be another quality road win. Win one game in the Big Ten tournament because I believe what they've done in the Big Ten will not be overlooked by the selection committee. You agree or disagree? Well, I think, Bill, the irony with Michigan is the fact that for all the trauma that Michigan's been through between close losses and injuries and all that, that if they win two games this week and Purdue loses at Wisconsin, possible, loses at home to Illinois, I mean, I guess you could say possible, Michigan could win two and tie for the Big Ten title, both oh. of them at 13-7. and seven. Now, I don't necessarily oh. think that's going to happen, I, but, but mathematically, that's the reality because Michigan's one of four tied for second at 11-7. and seven. Uh, Look, you tell me, can Purdue lose at Wisconsin tomorrow night? I think that's possible. Could they lose at home to Illinois? Well, you'd pick Purdue probably in both games. But they've been struggling, and what if it goes south? Now, does Michigan have an easy schedule? No, they got a terrible schedule. they got to go to Illinois, and they got to go to Indiana. Neither one of those. I mean, they could lose in both, and Purdue could win both. But the reality of it still is, as we go to the final week, Michigan is not out of the Big Ten title chase just yet, incredible as that sounds. 
Uh, and to your point, I, I don't think this is anywhere close to a great Big Ten year whatsoever. I think there's so much parity, and these teams struggle so much on the road. To me, it's a brand-new look for all 14 when they get to the Big Ten tournament because for the first time, you're going to see these guys all playing each other with no one having a home court advantage or a road game disadvantage. Throw the ball up and let's see who comes out on top. Tim Stout, he's on top every day in the media. He owns Lansing, the godfather of TV, newspaper, and the game, 7.30 a.m. Timmy, uh, great to hear your voice again, my man. We'll talk soon. Okay, good, Billy. Keep up the good work. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout checking in from Lansing about an hour ago. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, told you that Izzo wasn't happy with the Minnesota game that was canceled because of the shootings. And he's Lansing will not be made up. And Izzo today at his weekly presser wasn't happy about it. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan will make the NCAA tournament? You can answer on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. A couple of notes. Carson Wentz released again. One and done for the second team in a row from Indy. Now the commanders release him. I think getting set for free agency and everybody's positioning uh, with money. I saw the latest mock draft at CBSSports.com. They have Bryce Young out of Alabama, the QB, going number one to the Colts who would trade up with the Bears, and the Bears now are shopping the overall number one pick. C.J. Stroud, the QB from Ohio State, would go number two, according to the CBSSports.com mock draft. Jalen Carter, a lot of Lions fans, including Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, hoping he could fall uh, to six to the Lions, would go number three to the Cardinals. The Bears trading down then would take Will Anderson on the D-line out of Alabama. He's a stud. Seahawks won't go quarterback because of the way Geno Smith played. Uh, Tyree Wilson is that edge rusher that a lot of Lions insiders, including Risden, that they hope would be there at six. Instead, CBS Sports has the Lions taking Joey Porter Jr., a great corner out of Penn State. I'd be happy with that pick. They need a shutdown corner for the future. They do. Raiders then will go with Anthony Richardson, the quarterback whose stock is rising as we get set for the combine this weekend down in Indy. You know, you're hoping he would be there at 16, but there's going to be a run on quarterback. Will Levis, the QB going to the Bucks, who would trade up to pick nine. And then you go down to 16 for the Lions on where they're going, or an 18, I mean. For the Lions. Keon White, a defensive lineman out of Georgia Tech, so not flashy there. But I'd take Joey Porter Jr. as a corner overall to get a guy on one side of the field. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Really depends about that movement on QBs in front of them. And who wants to make sure they get their QB? That could be a big plus for the Lions at six and maybe even trickle down uh, to pick 18. Yeah, Carson Wentz, and that guy, he's killed some fantasy teams. He's killed some parlays on DraftKings. Jesus. He was bad. 
You want to answer that Bud Light huge question of the day? Do you think Michigan will get into the NCAA tournament? 1-866-838-4843. That is on the Mercantile Bank. Listen, Juan, and welcome to all the great men and women at all the locations across the Michigan Sports Network. Mercantile Bank, one close to you, and good people who value relationships. Something a lot of banks and businesses don't value as much as they used to, but they do it. Mercantile Bank will be telling you a lot about what Mercantile Bank is doing over the next 10 months. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Life as a grown-up, not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question, does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. 
Bud Light, huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan will make the NCAA basketball tournament? You can answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go to beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan, and Andy listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on The HUGE Show. Hi, Bill. Good to hear you again. Um, I uh, I do think Michigan's going to make the tournament because I just can't see eight Big Ten teams making it in Michigan not being in that group of eight per, you know, the bracketologist. But what the question I had for you was, um, do you have any idea why, um, like with a blind resume, Michigan versus West Virginia, why West Virginia is rated so much higher than Michigan when – blind resume they look comparable to me and so i was just curious what your thoughts were on that with one getting so much love and one being the first four out i think it comes down to this quad one you know they they start doing those quad wins and i think you look at your conference first and i look at how they're playing just like they, you hear the college football playoff committee talk about they look at how a team is playing how injuries affected them everything home or away you can look at them, and you judge them. And that's why when I look at the Big Ten and you say, okay, it's weak, well, they, they've they talked of what, 9 of 14 getting in? Now, that's a pretty strong conference. And like I said about the upcoming Big Ten tournament, Andy, and I appreciate you listening in Hudsonville, right now, neutral floor. All right, so they're playing at Van Andel Arena. All the Big Ten teams show up. Tell me you probably would lean towards Purdue, but neutral site, and you get Michigan State offensively play like they did at Iowa, not how they blew it and managed the clock and allowed threes in the last 90 seconds. How they played offensively in Iowa City. How Michigan played offensively against Wisconsin. Again, you got to play on both ends of the floor, right? You get McDaniel, Bufkin, Dickerson like that, I mean, that's that's a tough trio to beat. And then you look at State where you're Hauser, Malik Hall, and Tyson Walker. I, how do you lose that game? How do you lose that game? Now, again, Michigan almost lost. You had a miracle three, and there's the argument Wisconsin should have fouled. And that was a situation where they should have fouled. Because then Dickinson would have had to miss the second free throw. You hope you get a rebound and a Hail Mary putback. I know Com said earlier, well, I would only foul down seven. I disagree with that. So the Iowa game, you're up 13 with 90 seconds to go, give or take, right? Michigan State was this past Saturday. All right, if you give them the two, but if they're going to shoot a three, and you foul them before they get to the free throw line, they have to make both free throws. They're going to turn around and follow you. You make both free throws. You foul them. They, you're not giving up the lead. The only way you can give up the lead is for you to miss your shots, or they get steals on some pressure, and they hit threes. That's what they did, which was, again, something you normally don't see from an Izzo coach team. Yeah, I, I think this quad... And this uh, analytics is all about these small teams all of a sudden being in the same conversation as the big boy schools when they play in crap conferences. 
And I can use that word. I wanted to use another word. And I said this, Andy, if you were listening to start the show with my opening huge opinion, then no, I look at the body of work. If Michigan splits the next two, they're 12 and 8 in the Big Ten. That warrants a spot in the NCAA tournament. Well, you know, if you look, Davidson, they beat Mount Pillar by four, and Mount Pillar beat College of North Charleston by one. Okay. How many knuckles do I got in this fist? I'm going to plow right now into the basketball you're holding. Oh. I hate it. it. It's almost like the Cinderella story. They want every one of those small teams in to hope they get a run from one of them to capture America's heart. Michigan splits their last two regular season games. Matter of fact, I'll say they don't have to win a Big Ten tournament game. They're in based on what they did in the Big Ten. If they're not allowed in, then it's highway robbery. And let's remember, Michigan is a draw. Basketball, football, hockey, baseball, it's a, it's a draw. It is. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.